At Steve May Financial Services, we know how daunting the idea of seeing a financial planner can be. Bearing your financial soul to a person you don't even know doesn't sound like fun, does it? That's why we believe in being approachable and being ourselves. Our mission is to provide uncomplicated, affordable and personalised financial advice to those who normally wouldn't get it. Contact us for a friendly, no-pressure consultation to get your financial stuff sorted. Steve May Financial Services www.stevemayfs.com.au Hello and welcome to The Money Men. We're uh, back again with our Beverage with an Expert episode. Uh, I'm actually sharing a water today with uh, Matt Crawford uh, of Five Sources. Um, Today, Matt is going to chat with us about five different values which can be uh, found or worked on during the current chaotic times of you know, coronavirus and share market plunges and, and all the bad news that is out there. G'day, Matt. G'day, Steve. Thank you uh, very much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. No, we're, uh, you've been a, a good friend to, uh, to us over the past few years and um, you've got a lot of knowledge and, uh, and views around things that I think are really important in these times. Some um, people are very worried. I think worry is a is a good way to describe the way that a lot of people are feeling about the world at the moment. I think you're uh, 100% right there. It's, there's definitely a lot of worry, a lot of fear. Mm. Um, I think that's driven a lot of irrational behaviour, uh, which we're seeing mm. you know, in all parts of our society. So yeah, Absolutely. There's yeah. a, lot of, a lot of irrational behaviour. The toilet paper thing is, um, <laughs> is actually the, the prime example, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, now, five sources can be found at www.fivesources.com.au. That's correct. Um, and that's five sources, as, as in S-O-U-R-C-E-S, not a, not the tomato variety exactly, or yes. barbecue variety, fivesources.com.au. Tell us a little bit about five sources, mate. Um, five sources started out really as a, a financial literacy and education type business. Uh, we delivered some, a lot of content, uh, wealth calculators, that kind of thing. It really evolved more into a, uh, as well as finance, more into a well-being type type uh, movement, I guess you'd mm-hmm. say. Uh, we get a lot of uptake on our blog, and our blogs are really more about how we can uh, introduce diversity into our lives. I guess the five sources name comes from an old adage that we should have five sources of income. That's how we, we achieve some financial stability. And thinking about that, I was thinking, well, what about our physical stability? What about our physical security? And what about our mental health security? What about our, our social well-being and our social security? So I figured that if if having five sources of income, this diversity works so well and it's been backed up by the numbers time and time again in finance, it should be able to work through our everyday lives. So that's our mission is to, to get people to diversify their lives and, and see that there's a different way of doing things. So that's our main mission. Excellent. And um, uh, you know, one of the views is... is it- isn't it? Is that um, for for most issues there are five five ways of um, at least five ways of, of looking at it and, and, and tackling it. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so today we're we're going to talk about um, just how how you can work through the current chaotic times. You know. So we talked about how things are chaotic and um, and full of bad news at the moment. So there are a number of different values that, are, that you, you know, we want to talk about with you today. Yes. Um, the value of hope, um, value of financial advice, uh, value of education, value of diversity. And value of fa- family, so all very important key values. Most um, I guess we could spend hours and hours and hours and days and days and days talking about each of these things. But the the objective of, of today is to try to cut each of those five values down into maybe five or ten minute pieces, and and just talk through them and um, and give our listeners some guidance um, on how to deal with things as they are. Most definitely. So number one is the value of hope. So uh, let's talk about that. Well, look, um, I feel that. 
in society, that, that feeling of hopelessness and that feeling of, of not being able to see a light in the tunnel does, in all aspects of life, it drives some real irrational behaviour. And people call it you know, hopelessness. It could be uncertainty, fear. You can't see a way out at the end. And I think that's really what we're seeing at the moment. People don't understand. They can't see what's going on. They can't see a light at the end of the tunnel. And it's really driving this irrational behaviour, especially in the stock market and just in everyday society, and with their grocery sort of things. So I've been thinking a little bit about it, and I guess the opposite of that is to have faith or hope or, or trust or belief. And I, I probably liken it more to, uh, to a lot of things in society. But I guess if you look at, at religion, you know, people, people don't really know what's in the afterlife, but they have faith and hope, and that, that's what drives, that's what, that's what keeps them moving, gives them faith and hope that there's something in the afterlife and something to move forward to. People who gamble, they don't know they're going to win, but mm. it gives them faith that there's a way out, there's a light there, there's a potential that they could have a way out of whatever situation they're in. So that's what people look for, they look for those little glimmers of hope, and I guess in a time like this, that's what people look for, and we can find it in different places, everyone finds it in different places. It could be something you hear on the news, it could be reading through some some things that have happened before where the global financial crisis how we all recover from that it could be a conversation you ring up your financial advisor and just get some reassurance and i think when we find that glimmer of hope we really need to to hang on to it and often time we'll find that hope and then then we'll go out and do more research and, and, and find ways why we shouldn't have that hope and i think we need to do the opposite i think we really need to hang on to any hope we get and with dear life mm. and not not let it go and it could just be that conversation and everyone ha- has it from different different areas of life. So yeah. it's interesting. Um, last last weekend, I think it was uh, from Friday afternoon when I finished my work week um, through to Monday morning when I restarted my work week. The press and TV and everything was just filled with this utter hopelessness <laughs> and uh, bad news and the sensationalism. Yes, and uh, it sort of got to me over the weekend, and I thought. How could anyone wake up on Monday and start, you know, their working week and and have hope? That's <laughs> given all, all that we just heard over the weekend. Absolutely. Yeah. So, how how have you got any tips for how people might sort of um, find that hope or, or or look for the bright picture rather than the doom and gloom? Well, I guess the hard thing is to, and it's one of the hard things to do is almost remove yourself from the situation. Take take your personal experience out of it and look at it as a whole picture. And we talked about the global financial crisis. And I remember, I remember two years ago that we we're going to head into another one of those and there was this utter feeling of hopelessness amongst some people, yet we never went into anything mm. like that financial crisis. So I think if we, if we can remove ourselves from the situation, step above it a bit and, and look over it with a rational mind and think, what's really going to happen here? Is, are we really going to lose all of our wealth? Well, no, that's not going to happen. Mm. Um, society would be in an absolute utter chaos. So that's not going to happen like that. Yes, we're going to lose wealth. Yes, it is painful. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Time and time again, history has shown that we will we will come out of this. You know, it might yep. take some time, but we definitely will come out of it. So I think that's what people need to to look at these a little bit of history, mm. but also just step above it all and think. Take yourself out of the immediate situation you're in right now and mm. try and look at a little bit bigger picture, which yeah. is hard to do. Yeah. And that might involve a conversation with an expert, uh, mm. a financial advisor, a counsellor, whoever you need to talk to. Mm. But just remove yourself a little bit from the from the immediacy of the situation and look at the, look at a bigger picture. Yeah. Could a good tip also be? to not listen um, to the media as much, do you think? It is. I was going to talk about the media in the education piece, but... Yeah, um, well, we'll do that when we get to we'll the do education that, yeah. piece. Um, I found a snippet um, you know, on, on Facebook, I think, um, over the weekend or earlier in the week. Um, it was very, very interesting. You know, it puts a bit of perspective on it, and, you know, and I just had a number of points. You know, going outdoors isn't cancelled. You know, 
music's not cancelled. You can still listen to music. Your family's not cancelled. Um, reading isn't. Friends aren't. Singing isn't. Laughing isn't. And um, hope isn't cancelled. Exactly. Um, you know, so we just need to embrace. It's a good good time to sort of centre ourselves and look at it and say, turn off the news for a while. Forget about Facebook and you know, all the other social media platforms for a little, little while. Yep. And just understand that. There's lots of noise around, but the, the important things are still there, and they're the things that you you know that, that absolutely give you hope. You absolutely, mm. and I guess to that, don't believe everything you, you see and read. Uh, I'm a bit of a history buff, and I've seen a, a meme floating around a lot lately. And um, it's one there's, there's one with Shakespeare and one with Newton, and it says you know in 1965 when the bubonic plague was here. Oh, sorry, 1665. That's when Newton created his you know his theory of gravity. Well, the bubonic plague was about 200 years before that, so mm. it wasn't. Although the intention is right, the facts are wrong. So yeah. don't automatically believe everything he has been shared hundreds and thousands of times yeah. with false information in it. So yeah, yeah. not everything you see is correct, So, yeah. uh, but we'll get onto that shortly. Yeah. And the, the key message there is um, there's always something to look forward to. Absolutely. Um, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. Um, and focus on those good things and not the bad things that you can't control. Exactly right. Yeah. No use worrying about the things you can't control. You know? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay, so as I said, we could talk about each of these for hours <laughs> at a time and it doesn't really give them the right amount of attention to sort of knock them over in five-minute five, five minute bits, but we'll, we'll give it our best shot. That's true. Number two, value of financial advice. Well, this is a... It's a little bit of a paradox, uh, this one, I guess, because quite often when everything's going well, uh, the financial advice is hard to articulate that value uh, and you as a financial planner would know that you're especially with a lot of uh, industry noise around at the moment with Royal Commissions and that, articulating that what you, what you actually do uh, can be quite difficult at times. And the, the paradox is that when everything goes bad like it is now, this is where the value really really comes out, the value of a solid plan, the value of just being there for these people to be able to answer the questions. That's where the value comes in. And it's a bit of a, as I said, a bit of a paradox because normally we think in these, these times is when we've received bad advice but it's actually the advice that we receive yeah. if it's good advice that will get you through this period and you will still see losses as you know yeah. and I've, I've experienced losses in my portfolio and I'm sure you have but what we're going to do is lessen those lessen yeah. those losses through a good plan yeah. so the paradox of that is that while in good times everyone thinks they've got a great financial planner that's not what it, that's not when the financial planner is at his best the financial planner and the financial advice is at their best in these tough times so these tough times really bring out the value of good solid financial advice yeah, that's um, yeah. The hum human nature and around finances is to do the wrong things at, at the wrong times, isn't it? So, a lot of inquiry that I'm receiving is around: should we get out and get out of the markets and into cash um, to protect ourselves? Now, that's probably the opposite to what most people should be doing. Yes. Um, you know, if you're already in the market, then if you get out, you crystallise a loss. Correct. If you stop contributing regularly, say through salary sacrifice into super, into the market, then you're preventing yourself from buying in at a reasonable price or yeah. a better price than it was a couple of months ago. Um, but human nature is that, hey, if it continues to go down, it's gone down by 20 or 30% of the share market, not, yes. not most people's investments, because most people aren't invested purely in the share market, Correct. there's a level of diversification there, so they're not feeling, feeling the full hit anyway. Um, but there's fear um, and it drives that irrational behaviour and and I'm not saying this because I am a financial planner but a good financial planner will ensure that prior to events like this that there are structures in place that will protect them um, you know while these events are happening we know that they're going to happen from time to time 
Um, no one can ever predict when they're going to happen. Um, but people and financial planners can help people put in place strategies that will get them through. Yes. It'll still feel bad along the way, and uh, it's good to speak to your financial planner when you're feeling bad because you know, that's what they're there for. Exactly. Exactly. They, they can um, absolutely remind you that you've got the strategies in place um, to get through. Um, but human nature says, oh, well, it's gone down by 20%, then, hey, it'll go down by 100% one day, and uh, we won't have any money left, and what are we going to do? Yeah. Um, the reality is that it won't go down to nothing. Exactly. Um, but fear is still there, isn't it? Of course it is. Mm-hmm. And, and that value is... I think I saw Luke uh, put out, a, I think it was a video or a blog the other day, about a client he got with a TPD or, or mm. income protection insurance. And, and I, I do liken this sort of thing to insurance where when you're handing over that premium time and time again, it's hard to see the value of that until times, the time comes when you need to claim mm. and your advisor is there to step you through the process and you get the outcome you need and your, your financial secure, future is now secure. Mm. That's when you see the value and it's it's hard to... It's hard to see it when times are good, yeah. um, but it's, it's when these times are bad that value really comes to the fore. So I think for people out there, they really need to, to have a, a, look, a discussion with their financial planner and, and really see the value of, of what they've done and what they, they plan to set them up for. Absolutely. And also, if people are fearful and they're not sure what to do and they don't have a financial planner, because many people don't have financial planners, Correct. Um, then uh, you know, they should you know, or see a financial planner or, or go to the, the Money Smart um, website or, or do some reading and, um, and, and work through or get, you know, get some advice or at least some learning under their belt so that they can make some rational decisions uh, rather than the irrational ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's exactly right. And that all comes down to probably our, our next piece, next, which next is education. Yeah. We've learned beautifully, haven't we? <laughs> Wonderful segue. <laughs> um, and so just so people know, I didn't ask you, Matt, to specifically talk about financial um, advice. No. Um, but uh, yeah, it is an important piece. So tell me, uh, number three, value of education. And, and it is a great segue in. And we hear time and time again that you know, people need to educate themselves more. And, and I, I definitely agree that most people need education and more education. You cannot get enough. The key to education, and as we alluded to a little bit earlier, is to educate yourself with the facts don't necessarily believe everything you read online. I talked about the memes we saw about with the incorrect dates and, and all those little things, but there's that much information floating around about coronavirus, about stock markets, about what we need to do in all these times and how people putting out stories that there's, that it's all going to turn to chaos. Reality is that won't happen and the only reason it could possibly happen is if everyone acts irrationally. Yeah. So that's what we need to call for a little bit of calm and that calm will come through education and people unwittingly believe what they they see as fact which is not necessarily always the case but what we need to learn to do is dig a little bit deeper so when we do read things don't take it on face value that that is true do some research and that's a five sources philosophy get your information from multiple different sources don't just believe that thing you read on facebook or that news story that you read because often as you said they're over over or sensationalized and i guess you know i I haven't heard you do a podcast on the on the CIS Act and, and the requirements of a complying superannuation fund. Mm. And the reason because that it's a little bit dry and not mm. many people listen. Mm. Now for, for media outlets, if they put out a story that everything's okay, not too much to panic about, well, they're not gonna get people clicking on their stories, they're not gonna get people watching the news. The way they do that is to use clickbait. They mm. they over sensationalise. And reality is for, for most people and most of these things, there's there's two ways to do that. That's the story is either this is really bad. You know, and people want to know this is bad. How's it going to affect me? Yeah. Or, or this is really good. How mm. can I get in on it? Mm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, 
media outlets and uh, content creators need to skew their stories either one way or the other to get people interested, to get people buying, to, to get raise their revenue. So things will always be over, or sensationalised, overstated. And that's where we really need to use that five sources philosophy of digging deeper. Don't just believe what you hear, what you read and what you see. Dig deeper and do your own research and, and look through his, history and look through documents and don't just look through five different Facebook pages. Mm. Look through academic articles, look however you want. Talk to a financial advisor, talk to a counsellor, talk to anyone you need to talk to, a, an expert in the field. That's where we'll find our education really and starts to broaden and you'll find that these mass hysteria, mass levels of chaos tend to subside because people have the right information, the correct information, and they can act accordingly. Hmm. I think sadly the days of relying on the press to give the actual facts and the right news yes. are gone. I think you're right. Yeah. For most press organisations. That is true. I may be a little bit cynical there, but um, you know, I like your point that you know, there's, there's plenty of places you can go that have... Um, good, solid, um, you know, correct information. Yes. Um, just spend a bit of time to dig um, and and educate yourself. Exactly. Um, and, and a lot of that fear will go away. And a lot of and a lot of people, a lot of businesses will have information on their websites. And I know you, yourself, you do. Um, a lot of financial businesses, a lot of all sorts of businesses. But a lot of these businesses are, are pretty well legally bound by what they can and can't say, and, mm. and will get pulled up pretty quickly if the information is wrong. So you can be pretty rest assured that a lot of uh, legitimate information would be pretty well correct, but it's still worth broadening your horizon hmm. and checking different uh, different sources of information, different sources as to where and what they're trying to tell you and whether or not it's correct. Uh, it's hard to fact check a lot of the time because hmm. there is a lot of um, things become fact over time, which are actually fiction. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, so, as you would know, there's a lot of a lot of that happens. So it is it can be difficult at times, but. Just need to develop those habits of just learning just to, to dig deeper. Uh, a a favourite story around sensationalism and uh, and then digging is um, Luke and I have touched on this in in a recent podcast. Is the press will scream out that the Australian share market has had sixty billion dollars wiped off it. Sounds bad, um, but what's the Australian share market worth? You know, the combined value of all the company share pro- yeah share values is about two trillion. Yes. Um, and you never hear them scream out to say that the Australian share market has increased in value no. by $60 billion or $80 billion or $40 billion it's, uh, because that's not good. You know, that's not what gets the masses hysterical. That's know? exactly right. Yeah. Uh, we, and we hear about, and my wife being a nurse, she's a, she's a big fan of Dr. Google, as you can imagine. And, and I know the health, with coronavirus going around, the health industry is rife with, with Dr. Google out there who people get online and research as much as they can. But generally, they're not... They're not researching academic articles and, and health articles. It's it's more these social media and blog type sites, which may yeah. not always Opin- be correct. Opinion pieces. And a lot of them are opinion pieces. Mm-hmm. And that's where, yes, Google is great for, for a lot of things. It's great for general knowledge, but for specific knowledge and for facts, just make sure you're, you're checking multiple sources on there because they're not always correct. Mm, absolutely. So, yeah, go out, uh, educate yourself, uh, learn, call on any resources that you have, you know, talk to your financial planner or a financial planner, or as you said, a counselor or, yeah. or someone. Um, it could be. If it might be your accountant. It could be any, any services you use. Yeah. Those people will have a lot of information, documentation, pamphlets, whatever you need, yeah. uh, and that's across all industries. Uh, and that's what these people are here for. You, you pay people for a service, yep. and they, they want to provide it. Uh, mm. People feel bad about ringing up their accountant or their financial advisor or their counselor or whoever. To ask some questions, well, that's that's what they want. Yeah. They want people ringing them. They want they want to know what's going on in people's people's lives so that they can help them through them. Um, a lot of the times, people get blindsided when they come in. All this stuff's happened, and you know nothing about it. Mm. Uh, so 
rather than feel anxious and feel a little bit like you shouldn't be calling, yeah. these people want you to call. They want Absolutely. to hear from you. Yeah. And I know, and I'm pretty sure you would. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. Number four, the value of diversity. Well, diversity is probably my uh, favourite of all of these uh, as far as value goes. I, I don't think you can ever put too much value on diversity. And I don't think there's ever been a better time to practice diversity in every aspect of your life. And again, that goes back to our five sources philosophy. If you've got diversified assets, it's definitely going to help you through this time. If you diversify your information, where your sources you're getting your information from, will definitely calm you down. Less, less irrational decision making, less chaos. Hobbies, I mean, a lot of people are going to be stuck at home for a 14 day period. Mm. Uh, and if you haven't got too many hobbies, you're going to be <laughs> pretty bored for a while. So. Don't I'll tell you what the AFL's on tonight. AFL's on. <laughs> well, well uh, we hope we do. Yeah, well, who knows that it changes by the minute, doesn't it? It that, does. Um, but yeah, 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 it might be an opportunity for people to actually find a way to diversify their interests and, uh, and find new hobbies and things to do. And there's so many, so many ways we can do it through life. Uh, and everything you do, there's always more than one way to skin a cut, as the saying goes. And that comes to family and relatives. We're going to be spending a lot of time with our family and relatives. So just diversifying your interactions with, with them, how, how, you, um, how you interact with your family, what you do at home on a daily basis. There's so many different ways to, to branch out and do different things. Um, and you can learn from other people too, how they diversify your family members and how professionals, whoever, ask questions. If you, if you only do one thing a certain way, then you need to ask questions and get as much in as you can. And yeah, I think that's that's probably the biggest advantage that people can, or the biggest value that people can take out of this at the moment is just that value of, of diversity. Um, I've lost my spot here. Yeah, <laughs> I just said value of diversity and yeah, there's never been a better time to practice it. And, yeah. um, and that it, it is possibly a you know an upside to you know lockdowns and um, you know what what is it when you have to isolate you know um, oh, of course yeah, yeah self it, quarantine self quarantine and, and whatever is that you know you can you know find ways and new ways to occupy yourself and your family and, and those around you and um, and you know diversify your way of thinking and also too I guess with with these quarantine and self quarantines people a lot of people are going to be working from home which they've probably mm. never done before so we're going to need to develop new ways to, to work from home we're going mm. to have to which will open up new avenues in the future. For, yep. for you and how you work and how you manage your workload. So all these things are gonna be a learning practice for people, but yeah. I think the big thing is we need to embrace that and yep. uh, don't get scared about it, mm. embrace it, take it on. Um, there'll be a lot of trial and error as with everything in life. Uh, nothing works perfect first time, but embrace it, embrace diversity and uh, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely an opportunity, isn't it? Oh, definitely absolutely. an opportunity, yeah. yeah. So there's a, there's a positive, there's a positive in everything. Um, yeah. And uh, our last uh, point, and we, you know, we've been talking now for you know, 20, 25 minutes, and uh, we have skipped over. Yes, yeah. you know, as I said, it could, we could spend hours on this, but uh, we won't just today. Uh, but number five, the value of family. Well, there's a high potential we're going to be spending a lot more time with our family uh, of late, and I guess some of it's forced, and some of it's by by opportunity. Where there's so many sporting events cancelled. I know in my household, there's no netball, there's no triathlons, there's no soccer. There's no any extracurricular activities. There's no basketball, so we're spending a lot more time at home together. So, the value of family, I think, uh, and family time is something that most people can really hone in on in this um, in this strong time. We're also going to be very reliant on families. If, if if children can't go to school, schools are shut. We might be relying on different family members to, to take the load. We might be relying on them to go and get our groceries if we can't leave the house. So there's a lot of value in reconnecting if, you, if you've lost a bit of connection, but also really enhancing and building those strong family bonds. And it's a great time to get that family culture back into, uh, back into the vogue because 
with the onset of social media and even when we're at home together we tend to sort of zone out a little bit at times and don't really spend that quality family time together so my recommendation is to if we're all at home together to have that device free time turn the mm. devices off for half a day yep. crack out the board games get out the soccer ball yeah uh, really really enjoy and embrace just spending time with each other mm. getting to know each other deeply again yeah. go to the park have go, a picnic absolutely uh, as uh, you said we, we don't have to mm. stay at home fully um mm. we can definitely get out and move and walk so yeah, yeah. Um, i woke up this morning and um and thought so uh, the world's not that bad the, the sun's shining it's an absolutely beautiful day here at warner's bay yes and i thought yeah the world just isn't that bad. No, you know, exactly. When when you can wake up to a day like that and know that you've got um, good people around you um, to support you, then then it's not totally bad, is it? And that always starts mm. with family. Mm. And I guess too, with uh, with us spending more time with our family, we'll we'll need to learn a bit more tolerance, a little bit more patience, a little bit more calmness, as we're all in a bit of a confined space and we can get on each other's nerves a little bit. So yeah. if we can learn learn these attributes, then maybe when we get to the supermarket, we might be a little bit more tolerant, a little bit more patient, and a little bit more calm and and a little bit more community-minded with, mm. uh, with the other people who are just, in reality, they're going through the exact same thing we're going through. Yep. They're no different. They're, they're worried. They're scared. They're trying to do what's best for their family, just the same as you are. Mm. But we just need to calm down a little bit and just be a little bit more tolerant and understanding. And I think if we, if we spend a lot more time with our family, we'll, we'll learn those really learn those attributes again, you know, to, to really help, help us out in our everyday life. Um, so, yeah, I'd, my recommendation, turn the devices off, sit down, have a chat, have a game, go to the park, get the footy out, play some board games, and just really enjoy spending time with each other um, without devices, because I think there's enough negativity going around everything we do and everything we see. We don't need any more in life. Let's have some positive time with each other. Let's learn to laugh and, and have fun again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because those things are far more important than um, whether you run out of toilet paper exactly. um, or whether yes. uh, the share markets are, are falling and, and being reported on terribly. Mate, that's, and that's the, that's the old headstone analogy, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, no one's going to have, he recovered well from the 2020 stock market crash on his yeah. headstone. They're going to have, he was a great dad, he was a loving husband. And yeah. They're the things that really matter. They're the things that make it to your headstone. So Absolutely. Um, that's the things we've got to focus on at the moment. Absolutely. Well, we definitely haven't spent enough time no, you're uh, right. to, to really delve into, into those, but I, Very I, thought, brush I thought it'd be a fantastic opportunity to um, have you share your knowledge, um, to let people know that uh, Five Sources exists uh, yes. if they don't already, um, although you do have a good um, social media presence and, uh, and lots of people do follow what you're doing. Uh, so it's www.fivesources.com.au. That's correct. Um, and uh, yeah, reach out to Matt if you uh, need any more information or guidance. Absolutely. Um, obviously, you can reach out to us at our website at themoneymen.com.au and we can put you in touch with Matt too if you need to. Thanks very much for sharing a water with me today. Is water a beverage? I guess uh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it is, yes. It's the, uh, it's the vital so, yeah, so, ale of life, I guess. Yeah, so it qualifies. Yes. Um, it was way too early in the day to have a beer. <laughs> it is, correct. And I'm all coffeeed out for the day. So, um, yeah, so thanks very much for joining us. Um, I'm sure pleasure. that uh, there's a lot of great information there for our listeners to take away. Um, good luck, mate. Thanks for coming in. Thank you very much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. We'll see you all again next episode.